The Naked Vocalist is proudly sponsored by Vocalize You, the world's most comprehensive home study program for vocalists. Over 200,000 singers have experienced more range, more power, and more vocal freedom with Vocalize You. Download your copy from vocalizeyou.com now. Episode 26. We're going to bring it in today with a bit of urban stuff. Four in the morning and I'm rolling. Think about V's too. Four in the morning and I'm rolling. Then something always say, don't worry, right? We're coming alive for the night. Four in the morning and I'm rolling. Four in the morning and I'm rolling. And something always say, don't worry, right? We're coming alive for the That was Giovan James. And uh, I must say, it's been a long time since I've been rolling at 4 a.m. What about you? Yeah, definitely. That takes me back there. I'm vibed, I'm vibed up. <laughs> I'm vibed. Uh, that is Gio- yeah, Giovan James. That's G-E-O-V-A-R-N James. And the single is called 4 a.m. Uh, I'm lucky enough to work with that chap mm. uh, on his voice. And, What's uh, he like? He's really, really... like Because that kind of music tends to go with someone who has some serious swag and don't get me wrong Giovanni has some swagger Does he? but um, he's incredibly genuine and actually fairly quiet you know because he's just into his music and he's into producing and songwriting and you know when I speak to him here and there it, I'll, I'll ask him what he's been doing and usually it's normally 4am sometimes 9am in the studio, you know, like a 9 a.m. finish. So really, the, the the story is actually about him working until 4 a.m. <laughs> Basically. And not going out, lashing it up. Basically. And that's what, when you've got when you've got deadlines to get recordings finished, which seem to be like all the time, mm. you just stay up all night, you know, and then you have like blood red eyes and you just kind of hang in. <laughs> I can't go to bed past 11 o'clock these days without feeling <laughs> the next day. Do you know what I mean? What is? Every minute past 12 just cost you oh horrible you know what i mean um so yeah go and check him out he's also i'm sure in future he's got is that that's that single by the way has swearing Ooh. Uh, so um if you don't like swearing probably don't download it i would say mm. my advice um, good, good advice it is good advice mm. uh, but some of his other music that'll be coming out later on i guess um at some point is uh he does a mixture of like you know rap and sing and no swearing and no yeah there are a few with that clean uh yeah check him out it's really cool good um so what we're doing today then it's a funny one isn't it it's well it, it could be a funny one depends how you look at it really it's it's how generally you... when people look at it and when i mean it i mean the vibrator when i produce Whenever it from my bag look, yeah it's a vibrator isn't it at the end of the day <laughs> then it does end up being funny yeah. um and obviously that's you have to tread quite. You have to tread carefully with young clients. Absolutely. You know, you just stand there as a singing teacher. First lesson, parents sat on the bench, mm. and they suffer incredible vocal tension. And you think you're thinking to yourself, I know, I know what's going to solve this, but I can't. I literally, can't do it right now. Yeah. You know. How to introduce? Hopefully, they go on to say that they're going to produce their own vibrator don't that they? looks a yeah. little more yeah acceptable vocal yeah maybe it's a, maybe it's a microphone <laughs> uh, and maybe a little bit of advice um, that comes with that about 
about brake, that was a big motorbike there. Big one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or a lawnmower could have been. Uh, yes, yeah, some advice about how to break the news about what is about to happen to that client, I think. Break the news. Because it is weird. It is but weird. What we're talking about is vibrant voice technique, and this is David Lay and Alyssa Weinzimmer. Why? Vi- if I think if it was going to be German, it'd be Weinzimmer. Yeah. It's like the whole, um, what's the Italian... Italian bread. Ciabatta. Ciabatta, yeah. Ciabatta. That's the one. Um, Ciabatta. Tomatoes. So, <laughs> the, she is a movement coach, uh, voice and movement coach, director, performer in New York, but she's done loads of stuff on vocal pedagogy. And um, he is a uh, professor at the University of Alberta, where I think that's where Lisa studied as well. So, they've got a lot of uh, knowledge behind them. Yeah, haven't they? And they're a great team together. They're the, really cool. They're great talkers. Um, it's it's great fun to talk to them. And actually, having uh, attended w- one of their seminars um, when we were over in America earlier this year, a skepticism is that right? Easy for you to say, mate. Yeah. Skepticism immediately consumes you, doesn't it? Yes. And that's and I could tell that's what it was like with a lot of the teachers there. However, you, you have to deal with yourself there and say, okay, I'm going to have an open mind, even though I think this might be a little bit of a novelty, mm. is the word I would probably describe. However, having spent, I think it was a total of three hours um, with those guys, it was extremely informative what they have to offer, I find, actually works so well in releasing tension. Um, and for one of my clients in particular who really needed to get together um, uh, for some shows, the way they use the vibrator to influence resonance by placing it on the cheekbone, it worked a treat for that guy. Mm. He thanks me so much for that. And I'm like, well, don't thank me. You know, I just literally learned it in February. But it was a treat. He went out and bought his own vibrator I before every show. <laughs> just for himself. A new one for every show? Yeah. <laughs> But that's the thing. So what, what what you're going to get from this is some very knowledgeable people talking about something that they've studied a lot, mm-hmm. and you're going to find out how to reduce tension, possibly, mm-hmm. around the instrument, and obviously, which will then lead to a vibrant voice. A vibrant voice. Yeah. Um, but before you guys enjoy that, we would like to just give you guys a shout out to say. Um, our, we've had a new website kind of put together. It's still a work in progress, but go and visit it, www.thenakedvocalist.com. Uh, that's our new website. Go to the bottom of that page, sign up for the mailing list if you haven't already, because uh, we've got so many exciting things happening this year. Many guests coming on the show that we want to tell you about so you know. Uh, Also, some projects that we've got going on where we're going to be experimenting with methodologies and ways of training voice. And we would love people to be a part of that, a part of the testing process, and to constantly tell us, you know, what you guys want to know about in terms of elite singing and for us to be able to provide you with really, really relevant content not too often, I think is a good point. But as well, just being part of a project that we feel is going to be um, great going forward. So do join the mailing list. Sweet. Sweet. Do you want to bring him in? Ladies and gentlemen, here is David Lay and Alyssa 
Weinzimmer, vibrant voice technique, and some vibrators. Possibly the weirdest start to a podcast uh, ever. So, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how we're going to start this podcast. Uh, so uh, we are with David and Alyssa from Vibrant Voice Technique, which is you know somebody that we've been looking at online for a while. I've known about you for quite some time. I think we discussed through Claudia, um, who's a New York vocal coach. And I first saw an article online. It was on Twitter. And Claudia even contacted me after I shared the article uh, to say, thanks for sharing the article. You know, if you ever need to, like, get on Skype and, you know, see what this is even about. Because obviously I made a, made a bit of a joke about it on Twitter. I was like, hello, vibrators. Yeah, well, every, every, everybody did. Yeah, yes. Everybody mm-hmm. then, then, even you know, even like, Jay Leno. And even, yeah, <laughs> Jay Leno. Yeah. But then, you know, I obviously got to the point where you are, where um, now I roll my eyes at people that do that. Because I'm a hypocrite, essentially. <laughs> so I guess, I guess the story is, why and how are we sat here with uh, two people with three vibrators in their hands? <laughs> Let's, how, did you get to, how did we get to the point where you guys are now going around the world telling people about vibrators and voice? <laughs> David, you, you've got to it answer that. It starts with me. I, yeah. I held the vibrator first. Uh, yes, correct. I'm, I'm a voice coach primarily, and I, I have uh, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people in Edmonton, where I'm from, in Alberta and Canada, Canada, who uh, who will come to me if they if they have issues, aside from the people that I, I teach regularly. So I had a, a friend come, an actor, and she her voice was in very bad shape. She and it had been for a period of say three to four weeks. She had three big jobs coming up, and uh, she was afraid that she wouldn't get her voice back in time. You know, I said, "Have you been to the doctor?" Yes, she'd been to the doctor. She'd had it checked out. There was actually nothing wrong. You know, and also her voice was bad, but not bad enough for a doctor to say you need to go see a specialist you know but you have to remember that for for singers and actors our normal is not it's not like uh regular people's normal like you know normally you go to a doctor if you can communicate that's good or not but for an actor that's you know you have to fill a big theater for a singer you know you you have to hit the notes so i started working with her i started massaging you know her larynx i could sense from what i heard in her voice that there was a lot of tension there so I started massaging her larynx, and that worked. It started to relieve some of the tension, and I asked her to do it for herself, and she tried. And it was like, you know, she just, she, she kind of gagged. Like she, she just couldn't, literally could not put her hands on her own neck. Which is common. Yeah, I've been running yeah. to a lot of people right. like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had to go, well, how am I going to break this? I, there's this tension block there. There's this absolute lock on her, on her larynx, <clears throat> and I've got to fix it. So I was in the shower and, you know, I had this thought, uh, you know, as great thoughts always come in the shower, it seems, uh, <clears throat> that, you know, we use vibrators to, uh, you know, our massage devices to release tension in other places, shoulders, you know, et cetera, et cetera. What if I tried something like that for the neck? Then, of course, I had to find one. And then I went out searching in medical supply stores first and, you know, nothing was small enough which led me to the other place where they sell smaller size vibrators. And so here she, he, she and I were like, we were both, you know, in our 50s, okay. And there we are in the store with this young tattooed woman in her 20s who's kind of looking at us, you know, uh, <clears throat> from under her eyebrows as we said, can we, um, can we try that one over there? Uh, can you put batteries in that one? Uh, you and know. no, we don't want lube with it. <laughs> and yeah, then, yeah. then right. basically I held them to my friend's throat, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> and they called the police. 
face. Uh-huh. No, she was very, she was absolutely calm and just literally, uh-huh. Anyway, so we found one that, that uh, felt like it worked. It felt like the right speed, the right kind of amplitude. So we brought it home, we worked with it, and lo and behold, like in really short order, there was improvement. And it was something she was able to do. It was something she was able to take home and do regularly instead of, you know, having to come and see me, you know, every, every you know, three times a day. So that ended up being the thing that started the ball rolling with this. Wow. And so that, that from that ball rolling and that initial idea, Alyssa, where did that get to from there? Okay, so I show up um, in Edmonton, Alberta, because I was starting my Master of Fine Arts in Theater Voice Pedagogy. And so I show up to meet David, and he shows me this idea, and I thought, this is, this is brilliant. We have to, you have to share this with people. And so I happened to be um, working on the Voice and Speech Trainers Association conference that summer. And so I said, David, why don't you come share that at the conference in Washington, D.C. this summer? And um, he agreed. And so, you know, fast forward, um, he shared it at the conference. And slowly but surely, I started to become more involved. The University of Alberta actually made this video um, in, I guess it was February 2013, that went relatively viral. And then a lot of people knew about the guy in Alberta who was, you know, holding vibrators to people's throats. Yeah, like the, the Mozambique star, you know, like what? Yeah, right, right, right. And so, um, and so there was just a moment where, you know, I guess you sort of looked at me and said, I, I think you should come work with me on this. And, um, and, and when it's, been, it's been a great partnership. David's the ideas guy. I mean, I, I didn't come up with this idea to put a vibrator on your throat. But um, I, I really love teaching it. And I also have a really strong background in physiology anatomy, which we both talk about a lot while we're teaching. And so... Um, your ability to recall muscle names <laughs> blows my mind. We love muscle names. <laughs> Absolutely. They just roll off the tongue. Just They're yeah. all in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, um, It's like, you it's know, great. if you're teaching the, you know, voice, it's good to know, like, you know, if I go to a, a mechanic, I'd like to know that he knows what's under the hood. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. So, yeah, for me, it's just great to... It's not so much of the names, but just to be able to see those patterns, to be able yeah. to understand where they are and how they affect one another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So really, you know, it's it's not just the idea of you know put a vibrator next to your larynx and that's the whole thing. There's all sorts of um, different points that can be valuable in terms of where we accumulate tension that can contribute to vocal fatigue, um, and also where we can enhance our vocal quality. So, so what, what are the main areas then on a, on a human body in general mm-hmm. that you feel are going to be like the quickest that you should attack? Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's it's always nice to say, you know, that we sort of work from the torso up, right, um, with this device. And basically, we're coming to different places to achieve muscle release. And places like that are going to be maybe the shoulders, um, all around the neck, so the back of the neck, the side of the neck, the front of the neck. The jaw and the tongue can be places where singers especially accumulate a lot of tension, and we don't hear as much sound coming out because of tension blocking that energy. Um, and then we can come to the skull to deal with how do we sort of tune the resonance, how do we move stuff around, um, and of course we work by the side of the larynx as well. That That's kind of a... Yeah. Broad. So, I mean, the closer you go to the larynx, the more things, you know, like that's the source, you're affecting things more mm-hmm. directly. But, you know, as you move out further down the neck and into the shoulders, then, uh, you know, tension there is going to have a, an equally compressing effect. You know, like, so one mm-hmm. thing that happens for any singer, any performer, or anybody ultimately who starts to have a problem with their voice, and it might be that they're suffering from some sort of f- fatigue, or they get up in the morning, they have that, oh, that scratchy throat, mm-hmm. but they're still going to sing that day because it's very important or they're going to perform and do whatever they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And they do that and then they find their 
larynx start to tense up. So then they start to get concerned and they start to think about it. And then their head slowly starts to come towards their shoulders and you know their breath starts to rise up. And we start to get into a process of negative compensation. You know, I'm tired, therefore I'm going to push harder, and which makes you more tired, which means you push harder, which makes you more tired, you push harder, until potentially for some people what happens is they get locked in that pattern mm. and they can't get out of it. We mm -hmm. come into this world, we make a sound, nobody says, okay, baby, before you open your mouth and get your diaphragmatic sure, support yeah, and blah, 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 right? you know. Yeah. The most interesting thing there is that it feels normal to everyone, it feels, whichever situation you're in, because it's not a... You know, yeah. I, I went to bed last night and I, and I felt this way. The next day I wake up and I feel like trash. It's a, it's a long-term thing. Yeah. It's normal, isn't it? It yeah. accumulates. And that's mm -hmm. half the problem, isn't it, most of the time? That if it, What do I need to fix? Well, and for a lot of people, I mean, you, you know, if you've had good singing training, etc., you have a good voice training, then you'll have some idea of what the mechanism is. Most people don't even have that. Mm -mm. Their voice goes and they go, oh, no. Yeah. And they have no idea. They have it's no just idea where to start. Yeah. They have no idea where to start, like how to fix it. So, so from that, I'm, I'm kind of feeling that um, one of the main things here is for any uh, skeptics out there that would be thinking about, you know, is this for me? Probably, yeah. In fact, definitely, it is as, as an overall um, a full body therapy. Um, but that said, are there any cases or any situations where, um, whether you've, you've even experienced, where you've had some really good results? Mm -hmm. You know, like there's this condition called muscle tension dysphonia, and it's a very kind of odd condition. It's, uh, it's pathology by degrees in a way. You know, it's like because, oh, your really, voice is really tired, it's a bit husky, whatever, that's just a tired, husky voice. Then it gets to a certain point where the vocal quality diminishes, where we start to say there's something pathological there. Mm -hmm. Stamina diminishes. And especially if you get locked, if that stays for a couple weeks, or, you know, then you're, you're looking at something which is a locked in kind of condition, and then you need, you need to, to find a way to deal with that so you know we work with a number of people with that condition greater or lesser extent and and you know we find that if somebody has had it for not very long it's easier to get the voice back if they've had it for a long time it's a long journey to get the voice back it's a lot of undoing of tension a lot of undoing of habit you know what I mean because you've you basically you've acquired these new habits in order to try to make sound and you're having to re get the voice in enough trim that it can make sound and also address the habits which are creating the problem in the first place mm -hmm. and that can be a real uh, journey but that being said we've had some kind of miracle you know I had this woman a number of people. One woman in particular walked in the door and says, I'm desperate, I'm desperate. They won't let me see a speech person at the hospital for, you know, eight weeks. And, you know, my mother's dying overseas. I need to be able to talk and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, she was weeping. So it was like, okay. Uh, and, you know, so I did my sort of initial kind of diagnostic where I do a little massage. I listen to, you know, listen to the voice and, uh, you know, and I did a little massage and I got her to do a little humming and I could hear a bit of a pure sound there. So that told me there was a voice there. So I went, okay, there's a toehold there. We can get something. Work with a vibrator for 30 minutes. She walked out of that room with a voice. Brilliant. She came back, little, was a little, it deteriorated a little bit in three days. She came back, saw me for 15 minutes, never saw her again. 
Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for some people, that's not, that's not like, hey, this is the magic pill that will fix you. Uh, but for some people, it, it just requires a kickstart. Do you know what I mean? It's like the engine needs, you need to push the car to get the, to get the gears moving. And once the gears are moving, it can find its way again. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, for some people, like certainly not for everybody, but for some people it can do that. Yeah. And, and you said, you mentioned earlier as well, that uh, the fight or flight response can have a massive effect on this sort of muscle activity in the neck too. Can you elaborate on that? Well, you know, like, so fear you know, affects us terribly. You know, like, you don't have to have a voice problem. You have a fear and you get a voice problem, right? Because, you know, one of the things that happens in, 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 that, in that fear response is the back of the neck shortens. It's not a very helpful thing for us. You know, if you're going to go to your boss and ask him for a raise and you think he's going to get angry at you, shortening the back of your neck will not help you. If you were out in the jungle and the saber-toothed tiger was there, maybe shortening the back of your neck would actually, you know, make a smaller target. It would make more sense. I mean, we have these kind of vestigial things that we do. Uh, so that contraction in the back of the neck will obviously affect what's happening in the larynx. Any tension anywhere in the neck is what's going to, is going to affect what's happening in the larynx. Mm -hmm. And... Right? The enemy of voice is lack of movement, right? In order for there to be voice, there has to be movement, right? So uh, in, in, the, in a case where the, the movement decreases because of tension, we have to find a way to get rid of the tension. Sure. That's interesting. You said earlier on about the, you know, this actually also stemmed from you going hands-on, you know, therapy to begin with. Um, and uh, that's something I thought about for years, actually, that we always we seem to segregate different types of, if, if we classify singing isn't a therapy, but you know, why can't we have massage in a singing lesson if it's going to help the singer get the results they want to get? I do it all right. the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. All the time. I tell you what, you know, I live in Edmonton, okay? We're here in beautiful, sunny Southern California, okay, in Edmonton right now, and it's freezing. So what happens is the temperature drops, everybody walks in the room, and what are they doing? Their shoulders are up to their ears because mm -hmm. they don't want to freeze their little necks, you know? <laughs> so so, yeah, so unless, reason, you, right? unless you deal with that, the rest of the time that you're trying to free up the voice, you're fighting through all that tension. You can just hear how it compresses the sound. So I... I do massage really regularly. I have all sorts of techniques for self-massage, partner massage stuff, and also working with a vibrator that help people break that so that their voices can start to move. And then you can start to build and do whatever kind of stuff you want. Mm -hmm. So looking at, looking at self-help then, so you know, we have a number of vibrators in the room. Yes, we do. So let's start with, um, if you have a bunch of spots or a regimen that you could recommend with this vibrator for people out there who feel like they do suffer from a tense voice. But first of all, why, why this? And for, for the listeners, we will put on the blog post, uh, um, the show notes for this episode, the picture of this vibrator because you've chosen this specific one for what reason? I went to all the stores and tried <laughs> all the thing, you know, and picked them up. Got and, a loyalty card, probably. Um, right. <laughs> well, I didn't buy them all. Uh, uh, you know, like when you're dealing with vibration, you have to. You, you, there's a Goldilocks zone of, of of speed and amplitude, and especially amplitude. If you put too much amplitude on the muscle, it's just going to react by tightening up. Yeah. 
If there's not enough amplitude, it's going to go, what? What's going on there? It's not going to, nothing's going to happen. So you have to have the right amount of energy. And also, you have to be able to play with the right amount of speed. If you think about it, this particular one we're working with, it vibrates up to, say, around 110 hertz. That's starting to get to the fundamental frequency of the average male voice. So we're getting up into the, into the range of the voice so that in terms of uh, if we're going to vocalize while we're using the device, then it's helpful that we're getting kind of a bit of a sync happening. Okay. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And so where do you apply the pressure for this device mm -hmm. to get, would you say, the most value out of this if someone was going to buy it and just try it out? Yeah, absolutely. So again, it goes back to whether are you looking for tension release or are you looking to enhance the resonance, right? Those are going to be sort of two separate activities. If you're doing tension release, then you can basically come to any place that's going to be a pressure point, right? So if you have a knot in your shoulder, if you, the back of your neck is always tight in that one place or just, you know, sort of up underneath your skull, basically anywhere that you would maybe massage with with the finger you can actually apply the vibrator and what the vibration is going to do is actually on a minute level the vibration is actually asking your muscle to engage and release engage and release really quickly right it's actually moving the muscle and so it's going to if your muscle is over engaged which is generally the issue for most of us then it's going to actually encourage your muscle to release a bit if your muscle's not engaged enough, it's possible that it'll actually encourage it to engage, right? So basically, anywhere that you feel that tension, generally we're dealing with hypertension, right? Um, the side of the jaw, um, and then to do a movement along with it, right? So to, instead of massaging with the vibrator, to actually sort of rotate the shoulder or move the neck a bit, or um, open and close the jaw while you apply the vibration. So, so you apply the vibration to one spot and then open and close the jaw and or roll the shoulder right. round. So creating movement in the muscle whilst it's being vibrated. Right, so that the vibration is actually the bonus, right? Because we could do that exercise with a pressure point from a finger and then movement would help us achieve greater release. When we add vibration, the vibration is going to penetrate more deeply into the muscle and it's also going to encourage blood flow, neuromuscular connectivity, all of these things that vibration does, right? So, um, so that's the tension release stuff. And then if we want to encourage resonance, what we're going to do, maybe you've had, you know, a singing teacher has said, at, at, many singing teachers have said at different points, um, think about forward placement, oh. right? Yeah, right? Find your forward placement, find your mask, right? What does that even mean, yeah. right? Let's go searching for that one. Let's go searching for that, right? You know, like I have, I have the joke that like, you know, us theater voice teachers say things like, let the sound trickle out of the front of your cheekbones. It's like, what does this mean, right? So, so if I actually apply vibration to the front of my cheekbones, oh, okay, that's what that feels like. That's what that is, right? right. So, um, so essentially we're bringing the vibrator to a place where we want to achieve release and or encourage sens sensory awareness. That's awesome. So again, just to, just to recap there, it's, uh, it's, it's not essentially directing sound to that particular spot, so to speak. What we're just doing is become more self-aware um, and potentially we're going to shift things ourselves in order to bring, um, bring the voice more into balance. The neat thing about it is, <clears throat> this is the difference between you know, all the visualization or all the talk that we do to try and achieve these things. Your body naturally just kind of harmonizes with the vibration. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you don't have to think about taking your voice to your mask. Your body harmonizes. The, the sound just generally travels there. And that's the neat thing about it. I work with people who just never, ever felt anything like that. They've yeah. been told year after year to get the sound into the mask, and they go, I don't know, I just kind of nod and say yes, but sense. I've never yeah. felt it. You know, and, and with this technique, they've been able to find it because it models it for them. It, you say, what is vibration in the mask? 
That's vibration That's in the what mask. It is. Oh, I understand. And then, it, and then it's possible for them, now that they have a conception of what that is, to allow that to happen more easily. And you say something, David says something that I love, which is, you know, our body doesn't speak the English language. Our body speaks the language of movement and space and energy, right? And so this device speaks the language of our body, right? Love that. Um, so, so that we're not trying to get in from a psychological perspective, but just from a sensory perspective. Absolutely. So, so looking at, so, uh, no doubt, People are going to be curious right, mm -hmm. about, you know, hopefully look on the blog post, check out the blog post for more information on these guys. But if people do want to reach out to you and learn more about this technique, how it can help them, what kind of things do you offer via your website or mm -hmm. your own services? Absolutely. Um, so we teach workshops. Um, currently we're teaching them every two months and we offer them online. So um, if you're anywhere in the world, you're welcome to join us. We, we love, you know, being on the line with people from Australia and people from North America and people from Europe and it's very exciting. So, um, so we teach online workshops. We also can work with people one-on-one -on -one at any time via um, online or in person. Um, I, I'm personally based in New York City and David's up in Edmonton, Alberta. And um, those are our options right now. And then we're also, we're developing our own device currently. We're very excited about it. And once we have our own device, we're planning to sort of, you know, go bigger with some video training and other options as well. <laughs> it means you don't have to go to a sex shop. Yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. Can yeah. Guess it, Nobody you know, ever has to do anybody that. Anybody looking through your history and Amazon. your browser. Amazon.com. <laughs> Good point. This yeah, is yeah, the yeah. digital world. On what the fly, yeah, we do honestly. have an Amazon.com link for the Lalo Series 1 on our website. Lalo has come out with a new Series 2 and and just to say um, for your listeners we don't recommend the Series 2 simply because they've upped the amplitude of it and as David was talking about that's a very careful balance and it's just it's sort of uh, it blows our body out of the water a bit in terms of our, our uh, awareness, our ability to respond to it. So, so we're, we're encouraging people to stick with the Lalo, the Siri one. Yes, but for the primary users of that device, it probably is a wonderful adjustment. Yeah, yeah well, hey, well, I mean, but then you know. where does it stop? Yeah. If you like keep, you keep going if you keep up and up and up and up. Doubling right? the, uh, you know, the energy, it's like, you know. <laughs> where, where, where will that lead? Yeah, yes, indeed. Yeah. Addiction. Yeah. Right, vibration addiction. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Right. Um, oh yeah, that's amazing. And and also, um, you have a great blog on your website as well. Yeah. But your website address, can you can you confirm it again? Absolutely, it's vibrantvoicetechnique.com. And um, on our blog, we like to share sort of the science and research behind how all of this works. So we um, we teach about anatomy on our blog, and we also talk about you know why vibration works and a little bit more in depth about all of these things. We also offer um, free phone calls. Um, periodically every two months um, if people want to chime in. Our next one is coming up. We're going to talk about breathing. So we talk about different topics. We like to just offer yeah. a lot of you yeah. know, ongoing information. Wow. And Twitter? We got Twitter. At she got Twitter. I got Twitter. She new I'm school. I'm, I'm old school. I see, so. I see yeah. the actual thing. It says on behalf of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Alyssa's, yeah. Alyssa's tweeting. Yeah. 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 How can I get in here? I can, yeah. you know, I'm I mean, like, Alyssa's covering all the media it. stuff. So. Yeah. 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 It's at Vibrant Voice Tech, T-E-Q. Great. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, for me, Woo. I've got a feeling. Well, I've got a feeling that um, if we were to see you in a year or two's time, I think your time's been a bit more valuable. Then send us uh, a contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I'll tell you for why. Because after seeing your your presentations today, your knowledge is obviously. Um, remarkable and uh, this is a great concept it we felt some some benefit today didn't we just yes. in, in the short time we did but your passion as well for this is is just awesome so I really value your time today and uh, thanks for coming in and uh, 
and speaking to us. Right on. I'm sure you feel Thanks the same. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And so go and visit their website, people, and all their stuff, because there's just so much to take in. And it is revolutionary and not just a laugh. <laughs> so there they go. There they go. They just, just walked out. Skipped off into the sunset. Yeah. From London to Alberta in a, in a, in a flash. Um, I hope you enjoyed that, guys. Vibrantvoicetechnique.com. Go and check them out. They're actually often doing Q&A, um, free Q&A online and uh, doing webinars here, there and everywhere to help people with tension. So definitely go to the website, hook up with their um, Twitter and everything and there'll definitely be some cool stuff uh, going on. However, do we have a competition right now? We do have or just a, a little bit of fun. A little bit of fun. So we are heading out to LA again in about six weeks time. That is July 2015. Yep, July the 10th, I think it, yeah, somewhere around then, for the Vocalize You Summer Intensive program. Who, if you didn't notice at the start of the program, are our sponsors as well. Mm. And again, it isn't because they sponsor, sponsor us. us and give us money. And paid for our website. It's because it's bloody awesome. <laughs> and that is the truth, though. Yeah. I laugh, but it is, isn't it? What a great... 10 days it really is and uh, the people we've, we've banged on about this many times before don't need to do it anymore if you're a singer and you want a life experience let's, let's do it yeah and the, the amount of training you get there the thing is um, when it comes to training someone every day or, or seeing singers who train their voice every day um, you don't often get to do that as a voice coach do you? no nope. because who, who can afford to pay to have lessons every day for 10 days? Not many people. And if they are, they're usually maybe high-end, about to go on tour and, and trying to basically solve a vocal problem. But when you get people who are just like on their journey, there's no medical problems or anything, and you see them every day for nine, nine days, I think it is, and you see someone's voice change, you see the effect of daily tailored voice training and then obviously the effect of the information they're getting back from style classes or whatever whatever class they went to that day it's i think it's amazing when you get to like the wednesday and your clients are all kind of coming in about them wednesday thursday saying blimey my voice really feels different you know things are starting to sway and i think that for me as an experience as well as all the wonderful thing that goes on there I, th I really think people, in terms of their vo voice, make massive progress in that ten days, well, that of nine course. days, mm. just from being immersed, and that's what it all—that's what it's all about. They get amazing guests, and one of them we're gonna kind of so, hint at right now. Release the first night, the first performance night. Yeah, and she'll be and there all mentor. week as she's, a mentor. Yeah, is uh, this uh, little specimen? Now, I don't know how old you have to be. To be able to guess that, what do you reckon? You have to be about about our age, maybe yeah, 25, 20, 28, 25 plus. Yeah, because that little snippet, I'm sure if you're around at the time, you're going to know exactly who that is. Play it again, just that much. Okay. So we're having a little comp competition, a little bit of fun. <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> Stick to one syllable, please. If you know who that singer is, who is going to be with us all week. Then just say it out loud. <laughs> or join our mailing list and tell us. You know, that's, a, that's another dupe. Dupe you into it. We're not entirely sure if we can actually use that bit of track. That's why we used a second of it instead of 
instead of. Uh... Well, we're, dod- we're dodging copyright, aren't we? Does so, it? if there are any music professionals out there, you know, bite your tongue. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Was it turn? Was it about blind eye? Turn a blind eye. Turn a blind eye. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> any more? Um, Ignore it. Yeah, that's a pretty common one, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, I like that one. Boring. Um, yeah, so she'll be with us all week as a mentor and uh, offering her wonderful assistance amongst other amazing people. So, vocalizeyouevents.com. Go and check it out. And if you want to come, seriously recommend it. Is that all we got? So, we've got, we've got vibrators, we've, we've, pop stars. We've got everything here. Blimey. What we're, off, we're off out to go and watch Shauna Scoffrey. And for those, you would have to be old to know who he was, wouldn't you? And pretty niche. And probably to go to the jazz cafe, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> That's our bag. So have a beautiful week. End. And we'll see you later. The Naked Vocalist is proud to be sponsored by Vocalize You. Truly the best home study program for singers. Available for desktop computers, iPad and iPhone. Download your copy from vocalizeyou.com now.